Happy New Year. Welcome to Live Oak's online experience. The last Sunday of the year, we don't have Sunday services. I'm in the empty auditorium. There's no one here but me and those filming me. And we do an online experience uh, for really two purposes. One, we want to give you a chance to pause and reflect on the end of the year and prepare for the new year that's coming up. Uh, as we approach the end of the year, we want to push pause and reflect. So if you're watching this with others, we actually have an experience guide that you can download. In a minute, I'll prompt you to pause, and at that point, you'll do some of the discussion questions. If you're watching this alone, you can still push pause and then use those as personal reflection questions. But one, we do this online experience to be a very reflective uh, experience to end the new year, or end one year and begin the new year uh, with a fresh new perspective. The other reason we do this as an online experience, and we don't have services on this Sunday morning, is our staff and especially our volunteers, hundreds of volunteers, serve every Sunday. And so we choose to take one Sunday a year to be a Sabbath Sunday, to say, take this Sunday off, go be with your family, uh, go be with friends, go be alone, reflect, and just take a Sunday off. And so I just want to say thanks to all those who do serve and make that possible. But as we're filming this, it's the end of the year, a new year is coming up, depending on when you're watching this, any time now, any couple days. And this time of year, you start kind of putting away Christmas decorations. And every time uh, we start putting away Christmas decorations that we don't need till next year, I think about uh, when we sold our last house and moved into this house, we packed everything up and we left and uh, we were going to the new house. We had finished everything at that house. Uh, we were going to our new house and I thought about what's it going to be like to celebrate Christmas in our new home. And all of a sudden, I realized we forgot the Christmas decorations up in the attic at the old house. And we had to go back and get the decorations and get the key from the realtor and go back in and, 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 and uh, pack everything up. But the thing is, when, whenever you leave someplace, you always want to look around and make sure you don't leave anything right behind. You know, like, like, hey, do I have my keys? Do I have my phone? Do I have my wallet? Do I have my kids? Before you go. Well, I don't want us to leave the new year as we're packing up everything from this Christmas and, and packing up for the next year. I don't want to pack up and move on after Christmas without pausing to reflect and make sure we don't leave anything behind. Uh, as you're packing up all your things from this Christmas, you want to think about the previous year. Was there anything that God taught you? Was there anything that God did for you? Was there something specific that God was to you this past year that you want to pause and reflect and remember? Uh, was there something God taught you? Was there something you're especially thankful for that you don't want to just move on from Christmas and forget this last year, something significant he gave, he did, or who he was to you? Maybe it's your gratitude and thankfulness for others. But a lot can go on, especially the time of year, and we don't want to move on from Christmas and forget that what we're celebrating is the birth of Christ. And we're celebrating more than the birth of Christ, but the, the, the manger doesn't really mean a lot if there's not the cross. And the cross doesn't mean a lot if there's not the empty tomb. And so we want to celebrate all of who Jesus was. And we don't want to move past Christmas and forget thinking about that. And, you know, Mary did something very significant. It tells us in Luke chapter 2, twice, in two verses in Luke chapter 2, it says this in Luke 2, 19, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Talking about with the shepherds and the wise men and the birth of of Jesus. Later on, as Jesus was a little bit older, she said, but his mother, Mary, treasured all these things in her heart. What is it right now that you need to stop, pause, reflect, remember, ponder? 
maybe that God's done in your life, just even this week in this Christmas season, maybe in this past year, who has God been to you? What has he done for you? What has he taught you? And so we've given you some questions to do. And so in just a second, you're going to push pause. And what you're going to do is, is kind of ask these questions with each other. Or if you're by yourself, you're going to reflect on it personally. The first question is, what was a highlight for you from this past Christmas? What did you love about this last Christmas? And if this was a Christmas that didn't have a lot to love, find something. Find something to be grateful for and celebrate. Like it, it, the whole thing could have been tough. But was there something that was significant? Celebrate that. And then what was a highlight from this whole last year? And again, maybe it was a tough year. Maybe it was a great year. Maybe you don't remember a lot about the last year, but think back before you move on, before you pack everything up from 2019 and move to 2020, what was something this last year that was a highlight? And celebrate that. Be thankful for it. And then the third question is, what was something this past year that was really hard or difficult? Maybe someone close to you left or passed away. Maybe you were hurt in a pretty significant way. Maybe there was a disappointment. Maybe there was a challenge. Maybe there are a lot of questions or unknowns. I don't know what it is, but sometimes reflecting back and thought, what was difficult this last year? And maybe it's something to grieve or something to acknowledge, but maybe in that, what were your lessons and how has God showed up in the midst of that? So talk about those three questions. It's in the experience guide. And then when you're finished discussing those three questions, uh, if you're in a group, spend some time and pause and just do a prayer of thanksgiving for this past year. You know, we're never guaranteed a tomorrow. Every, every day is a gift from God. And we should be grateful for it. So 2019, whether it was good, bad, or ugly, it was a gift from God that he had purpose for you in that year. So spend some time and pause, and maybe one of you, or maybe all of you that are doing this, and if you're watching by yourself, just do it personally. Pause and do a prayer of thanksgiving and celebrating everything that God did for you this last year, what he provided for you, what he taught you, who and who he was to you. And also maybe thankful, be thankful for the people in your life. One thing you might think about is if you haven't put away your Christmas cards that people sent this year, maybe pull those out and just kind of say a pray, brief prayer of why you're thankful for those people in your lives. But push pause now, go through those discussion questions, and then pray, and then push play after you've done that, and we'll move on with the online experience. Well, I hope that time of reflection on the previous year was helpful and beneficial for you. Again, it's always good to reflect and remember and don't leave anything important behind that God taught you or did for you. But as we move forward and we think about a new year, 2020, a brand new year is here. And sometimes that's a really welcome thing because sometimes we need a reset, a refresh, a restart. Uh, the thing that's exciting is there's a lot of unknowns. The thing that's terrifying is there's a lot of unknowns. As a matter of fact, this is my calendar for next year. Not a single thing has been written in it yet. It's blank. And that's not because I don't have anything to do next year, because what I'll do and what any of us do that have a calendar is we start adding things in. We start putting our plans in our calendar. But right now it's blank. I don't know what's going to happen next year because there are things that I put on my calendar, but they're also in all of our lives. There are things that just show up that are unplanned that we don't know about, but God knows about. And they show up in our life. No matter what, he promises to use those for his good purposes. But as we start a new year, there's a lot of blank pages. And one of the most important things about a blank page, uh, as you start thinking about how am I going to spend my time, and it's interesting that we use the same term for money that we do for time, spend it, because it's very valuable. And how you spend your time matters. 
And so what God wants you to know about how you will spend your time in this calendar that represents the next year of your life, this might be in a very important verse for you, three verses from the Apostle Paul in the book of Ephesians. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. The Lord's will or the Lord's plan, understand what that is. And so Paul gives us some very important things that if you're starting to think about how am I going to spend my life in this next year? How am I going to spend my time one day at a time? And if you're not thinking about that, you really should. He said, don't be casual about this. He actually says some very specific things. He says, one, be careful. Be careful how you live. He says, don't just be careful, but also be wise how you live. What is the wise thing to do? One of the great promises that Jesus, uh, uh, James, the brother of Jesus, makes for us in the Bible, in the New Testament, James 1.5, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. God has said, I'll give you all the wisdom you need if you just ask and you listen and you believe. Maybe you need wisdom. So he says, be careful and be wise. But he also says, be strategic, make the most, be intentional, make the most of every opportunity. Don't waste your life. And he gives us a warning. He says, because the days are evil. And we've all experienced that in one way or the other. We've run into difficult times, dark days, difficult, challenging experiences. And it, life can be hard. Life can be challenging. But through, through it all, there are a lot of difficult days, but there's a lot of good days. And the key to making the most of all of that, of navigating the good days or the bad days and everything in between, the key, he says this, is understand what the Lord's will is. Know, understand God's plan for you. Well, that's great, but how do you do that? We're actually going to spend a whole series about how to know and understand what God's plan for our life is after Easter. But I want to give you a little heads up as we go into a new year, because there's really three key things you could do to make the most of your time, to be wise, to not be foolish, but to understand God's plan. One is ask. God said ask for wisdom, but you can also ask about his plans. God, what are your plans for me? Make it your prayer. God, what are your plans for me this year? And sometimes it's a one day at a time or one year at a time, but ask God, what are your plans for me? And then read the Bible. A guy named Paul Little said 90% of God's plan for your life is found in here. Now, he didn't tell me what college to go to, who to date, who to marry, but, or what jobs to have, but he's told me all the things that help me make good decisions in those areas. So when you read and apply what God tells you, not just read it, but do what it says, it makes a difference. It helps us understand, live wisely, and do God's plans, follow God's plans. The other, the third thing is one, one, ask, read the Bible. But the third thing is the people around you will make a big difference. They will either help you understand and follow God's plan or they're going to not help you know and follow God's plans. I've heard it said so many times, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Be wise about the people you have in your life and involve them in your spiritual journey and how you live your life out. I'm grateful for the people that I do life with, people in small groups, people in, in community, the people that we do life together that I know that I could tell them, man, I'm really struggling or I really messed up or I really don't know what to do next. 
and they can ask God for wisdom and they can read the Bible and say, hey, I think God might have this in plan in his plans for you. When, when God made a plan for you, here, here's the thing I want you to know about his plans for you. When I think about God's plans for me, a lot of times I think it's about those things that are kind of self-centered. Like, where am I going to go to school? What team am I going to play on? What job am I going to have? Those kind of things. But do you know some of the plans that God made for you are really, really big about making a big, big difference in the life of others? Later in the book of Ephesians, it says this, Ephesians 2 verse 10, for we are God's handiwork. God handcrafted you. You're a work of art made by God himself. And we are created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Before you were born, God had a plan for you. You're not an accident. You're not a mistake. You are here on purpose with a purpose. And that's another series we're doing at Live Oak this year is talking about how do we know God's purposes for his life, for our life. We're doing that before Easter. And we're doing God's plans for our life after Easter. You have, God has plans for you and it all centers around God's purpose for you. And you were created with purpose, on purpose, and your plans are to do something good in the world. I can tell you, I don't even know specifically what God has planned for you, but it says right here, God prepared in advance for us to do good works. There's something good and unique that you can contribute to the world that makes a difference. God has planned for you this year to do something with your time and your relationships to do good in this world that only you can do. It's unique to you. You were uniquely created to God, by God to contribute. And I can't wait for you to discover what that is. I can't wait to discover what it is for me because I constantly am aware as I read God's, God's word, as I do life with God's people, and as I talk to God in prayer and I discover his plans for me, I discover, hey, there's something unique. I didn't know that this is the difference he wants me to make in this world. Well, one plan I do have that I hope you'll make plans for too is we start a brand new series on January 5th called Small Things, Big Difference. The thing is, in life, sometimes little things can make a big difference. A little thought, a little choice, a little habit, one little step can make a big difference. It can be life-altering. And so I hope you'll join us for that. And for kids ministry, they're starting a brand new series on January 5th called The Big Quiz. It's all about knowing God. And so I can't wait to see you on January 5th. Thanks for joining us for this, for this online experience. Happy New Year. Spend some time talking about these verses we just read, the plans that God has for you, and the life that you want to live in 2020 by using the discussion guide, the discussion questions we've provided. And just to get you started, the next question you're going to discuss is, what are you looking forward to in this next year? What's something you're looking forward to? But also, what are you hoping to see happen this next year? And then there's some other questions to go on afterwards in the discussion guide. Uh, so thanks for joining us. Discuss it now and Happy New Year.